0: This is Raw and Unfiltered from sex, sports, to culture, all topics considered. It's a good time with dope conversation. Every time you take a listen, it's a celebration. So tap in, you won't be disappointed. Keep it above. anything else is pointless, facts over fluff, our discussions are pointed, politically incorrect, well that's what the point is, we talk our talk like nobody else can, we give our perspective, not afraid to make a stand, nothing off the record, every take and every rant is unapologetic and we stand on that, we make you think, we make you laugh out loud, the realest place on the internet, hands down, we give it to you straight, nothing here is watered down, the best show in town, and you can bet the house, yes, you can bet the house yes you can bet the house give it to you straight nothing here is it down best show in town and you can bet the house all right y'all already know what it is what it is and what it's always gonna be bet the house tonight we got a special guest in the building you know i've been i've been trying to get back into doing. Doing collabs and bringing people along because the last few episodes, it's been just me. So I am going to let our special guest introduce himself and let y'all know about his platform one time.
1: What's up, everyone? This is your boy, JJ, and I'm representing This Is The Life Podcast. And my podcast is simply about life, everyday struggles, things that you want to hear, things that you don't want to hear. It could be controversy. It could be whatever. And my and my brand It's simply just trying to reach out to those that just need some extra encouragement and may want to hear some stuff and may not. But you know, at the end of the day, it's life. I also talk about things that happen locally in my neighborhood, as well as things that happen nationally around the world. And I also interview people from all different walks of life. And that's it. This is the life, baby.
0: I had a specific topic in mind for this episode. Now, I don't know if you ever been married or you're in a relationship or anything like that, but there are times where you have to know yourself when to throw in the towel and when to walk away. Okay. So tonight that's the discussion. I want to know, I want to know how do you know when it is time to let it go? like what what are the signs what are the things that stand out to you that that in your experience that have made you feel like you know what this ain't working it's time to just move around if you've ever had any of those experiences okay
1: yeah um i can relate to that (laughs) where do i start all right first thing is when you start how can I say this? All right. When you start losing yourself, if that makes sense. OK, when you start losing yourself. That's the biggest sign right there. OK. When that spirit feels like it's crushed. Because the, on the other end, it's not being treated the way it's supposed to be. You got to get out. You know, a lot of times people don't listen to themselves. In other words, I'm getting hip on to chakras, okay? And I used to think chakras was a bunch of like phony baloney, but I'm starting to see a lot with the third eye, okay? And a lot of people don't look at their third eye. When when you had that third eye open, you're going to see all these signs that you just said, you know? And... And once you get all that aligned, it's time to break camp. Because look, at the end of the day, everybody is an individual, okay? Everybody needs to be treated with some type of respect. And when you start treating people like they're a dog or dirt underneath your shoe, you got to be out. Listen, ain't no amount of pussy, no amount of ass is worth you being treated like shit. Let's just be real.
0: Facts. You know what I'm
1: saying? And that's just the bottom line.
0: For me, listen. I've been in enough relationships to know when something is just not clicking, and it ain't a matter of whose fault it is or who did what or who put in the this amount of work. It's just sometimes you have to know. All right, look. Sometimes you got to shut the door on. Sometimes you got to just shut the door on things that that don't make sense. Just because something is, don't mean it's supposed to be. And I've learned that in relationships and in marriage, sometimes, listen, there are times you will never want to walk away because you feel like, yo, if we just do this this time, if we just fix this, if we just talk about this, if we just... You know what I'm saying? Come come, open up more. Learn how to communicate. Learn how to talk. Learn how to. You can say those things 50 million times. But it's a one key thing about it. It's a two-way street. It takes two. It doesn't matter if I want to work it out. That's cool. That's one. That's one part of the equation. I want to work it out. But now you're dealing with someone that doesn't want to work it out. So now it's like, damn, you feel like you picking up their weight and your weight. And I've been on both sides of that coin where I felt like I was doing all the work and they were doing nothing. And they felt like they was doing all the work and I knew I wasn't doing enough. So sometimes you got to know, it, you, you feel it, you feel it. If y'all arguing way more than y'all doing anything else that's a sign. It's time to figure it out because if all y'all doing is arguing, y'all arguing more than y'all fucking, y'all arguing more than y'all spending time together, y'all arguing more than y'all having good times, it's a problem. And it ain't, it ain't something that happens overnight. But I, you know what I believe? When they say women, women, even if they don't cheat, they are already scouting and recruiting just for when they know that you are going to fuck up and it's fucked up when you're dealing with someone who knows, who knows men and women, who knows they can get whoever, whatever they want, whoever they want. And now you have to walk on eggshells because you feel like you have to do everything right. You have to do everything perfect because You don't want to blow this shit. I've been there. I've been there. And I'm going to tell you, it's not a good feeling that you have to walk. You have to walk lightly because you don't want to piss them off or they don't want to piss you off. So they have to walk like they have to tread lightly. For me, certain things are. If it's not working out, it's not working out. You could bust your ass and they can bust their ass. But sometimes the stars just ain't aligned line for y'all to be together. And like you said, when you are losing yourself, like, I ain't going to lie. I used to take a lot of dumb shit because I felt like, yo, this is love. She really, really going to gonna love me. She's really going to do right by me. And then the whole time it be like something clicks in your head like, yo, my mans, this ain't love. Is this, is this what love feels like? Do you want to be treated like this? So let me ask you, like, how, for anybody that's listening, what are some of the things you feel like can be done before you get to that point? And then what do you feel like, what do you feel like is, is it, because here's what I noticed, because it comes from me. I was one of them dudes that screwed up screwed up, screwed up, screwed up. I knew I wasn't going to be perfect. I knew that. In a relationship, you got more leeway to mess up than you do in a marriage. If that makes sense. Like, you could screw up in a relationship because y'all not attached. Y'all 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 just together. You know what I'm saying? Y'all just y'all with each other. You have you have the affordability to screw up, to mess up, to, you know what I'm saying? I feel like okay take baby boy for instance. I feel like Jody was allowed to mess up continuously 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 because there was nothing there holding them up. I felt like if they were married and they went through all of that, he'd have been out the door the first couple of the first the first time. And I say that because when I was in a relationship I screwed up. I was allowed to screw up. That's what I felt like. I felt a sense of entitlement. Like, yeah, I'ma screw up and you're gonna be here. Because shit, where else you gonna be at type shit? In marriage, you could still feel that same way. Like, no matter what I do, you're gonna be here. No matter what you do, I'm gonna be here. You could feel that way, but mentally, a motherfucker will check out on your ass. And they 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 won't think twice about it because marriage is the standard. it's supposed to be the highest relationship you can have. So it's like, what do you think before it because I'm not telling somebody just go throwing the towel, they lie to you, they don't come home on time, they don't answer your phones, just throwing the towel like what what do you feel in your in your perspective that says? work this shit out and how to figure it out. Cause I'm gonna tell you a lot of people try to fix shit when it's already too late. Like when they notice that they make is checked out. Then that's when people try to straighten up. People try to get their act together. But by then it's like, it's too late. So from your perspective, what do you feel are some things that a person can do before they hit that exit button? Okay.
1: First thing, you gotta, you gotta check yourself. You gotta look at the man in the mirror, like Michael Jackson says, okay. And we all have flaws. Everybody has flaws.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Gotta check your flaws, okay? And once you do that, that's one thing you check off the list. Then mm-hmm. you gotta look inside of you and you gotta think is this what I really want? Because again, you know, you don't want to keep killing yourself mentally because once you done killed yourself mentally, there's no more relationship. Then you got to look on the outside. You got to check, you got to check yourself on the outside and say, well, look, do I want to be even physical with this person intimately? Once you got all those pieces aligned, now it's do or die. You know what I mean? It's, it's you know, let's, we, let's look at sports. Let's say, you know, we in the finals. It's 4-3. You go big or you go home, okay? You win that championship, you go ride out in the sunset. You lose that game seven, that's it. We going home. Now we got to sit and strategize. That's mm-hmm. how, that's, that's how it is. We're, we're we got
0: to strategize on how we coming back next year. Exactly. How we gonna win it all next year?
1: Even if if you gonna get a chance to win next year, because yeah. like I say that other person may say I'm done.
0: They <laughs> might break the team up and be like, "I want to get traded. It's time to start all over again." I I I I can't go through another heartbreak because my thing is this, man. I know when I first when I first got married. I thought it was gonna be a cakewalk. I thought it was gonna be a breeze, a walk through the park, like I was gonna have one of these fairy tale ass marriages like they do on 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 the TV screen. I thought this, and then it was like, "All right, listen, we've been together. This shit gonna be a breeze." And then it's like Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson was beating your ass and you in round three, you you got 12-round fight. You only in round three or round two. Either way it go, you ain't nowhere near the end because you start doing and seeing things that you don't do. And for me, I feel like this. I have been in this situation for a long time where, am. I want to feel loved. I want to feel admired. I want to feel adored. I want to feel respected. And then when you come across someone who you who checks those boxes who feel who you feel like yo they're they're that and then it's like okay you ever heard of that thing where people get comfortable once they get in the door? Like yeah. they're there, they ain't gotta do shit. They already here. Uh shit, I won, I got you. We said I do. I ain't gotta do shit else. That was me. That was me in the beginning because I felt like I'm comfortable. Let me kick my feet up. I'm set. And then it's like when, when, when the when the stupid shit started occurring, it was like, it was like, yo. So now you you, you see you see the frustration on, on on your on your mate's face. You see it. But you still feel like I got more time. If I screw up today that's okay. I can screw up today. I have enough time tomorrow to make it up, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that was me for the longest time. I felt like that. Like no matter what I did, no matter how I went about things, I could always make it up because you're here. You're right here. And then you feel that shift because here's what it was for me. I was doing a lot of, a lot of dumb shit. And then it was like, You wake up one day and you realize like, yo, you are really hurting this person. You tired of seeing the hurt on their face. You tired of seeing them upset. You tired of seeing them cry. You tired of seeing them feeling down. They are never around. They don't want to be around. You get tired. You like, yo, time to change this. Time to fix this. Time to turn this around. Time to get your shit together. And then, but. What you don't see is the damage has already been done. No matter how much you change, no matter how much things you do differently, you ain't staying out late no more. You ain't having chicks call your phone no more. You ain't doing this. You ain't doing that. You on top of your shit. But what you don't understand is you don't understand a person's expiration date. In your mind, you still have time. In their mind, yo, I was done with this shit two months ago period and they'll never tell you they'll never tell you you know you have some people out here that will keep trying but the obvious is there they 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 have checked out so I say this all the time if you cheated in the first year of y'all being together and you never cheated again y'all been together 10 years and you never cheated again it doesn't matter you can't tell someone to be over your cheating you're lying. You're you're you 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 can never tell someone when when to stop being hurt over something that you did. That's something a lot of us have to eat because I'm in that boat. I, well, I was in that boat. And it was like, I, I know I messed up, I know I screwed up. That was such and such amount of time ago. You can't say that to them. That's what I hate. Like you can't tell, look, man, this stuff is old. You got to get past this. This is, oh, we we own we newer things, newer that. So when you start getting to that point where you feel like it's too late, so you want to change, and you have changed. You have made effort to change. And no matter what you do, it still comes to the point of the shit that you used to do. Every single day, it became a battle. Like, between who I want to be where I was and where I'm trying to go. It was a battle because on one hand, I felt like I was doing everything I was supposed to do to change, to show you, hey, I'm this person that I said I was going to be. And then on the other hand, you're beating me down. You're belittling me. You're telling me what I'm not changing, what I haven't done, what I'm not doing, what you think I'm still doing. Why am I gonna keep on trying on this end to show you I change if you still have this scope of me that nothing I do is different? You ever had that feeling, or or been around people that have that feeling that yes, I screwed up, but here I am trying to make a conscious effort to change, but yet I'm still I'm still found guilty, even though I have been, you know, I served my time, I I, I did what I did. I'm out. I'm trying to be a, a law-abiding citizen now. I'm trying to do things right, but I'm still over here getting ridiculed and played. How does that? How does that? How does that go for you? And how does that make you feel?
1: Smash people. People hold grudges and they don't know how to let it go. You know, point blank period. People, you know, they they they're quick to say, "Yeah, I forgive you," but in the back of their mind, they're still thinking about the past. That's mm-hmm. what's up with people now. A lot of people still live in the past. They don't know how to forgive and move on. Listen. Personally, it's a lot of shit we all have been through, especially me. But if we keep dwelling on the past, how are we going to move forward? How right. are we going to have a, how are we going to have a clear conscience? We not, because we still think about yesterday. Listen. Right. Yesterday yesterday is gone. You know, things we did yesterday, it is what it is. We can't bring it back. We can to look forward and move on. But life, relationships, all that, people are the same when it comes to that. They mm-hmm. don't really want to move forward. Again, yeah. they say they say they will. They say they are. But in the back of their mind, they're thinking, let this motherfucker slip one more time. I'm going to rip them. That's how they think, man. Yeah.
0: You know? Yeah. You know, because I've been in that boat, man, where... I have done just about everything I could do. Like I am literally busting my ass to show you full-time growth and it's not getting there. It's not falling. It's falling with dead man's eyes is what I like to call it. Like my eyes, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm giving you everything I got. I'm pushing myself in ways that I never pushed myself before, but your eyes are still dead. Dead, factuated on what I've done in the past or what I've said in the past or how I've reacted to things in the past that you don't give me a chance to grow. So, in your mind, you know how parents be feeling like? Parents will tell you, you're still my little boy, you're still my little girl, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is what people, this is what relationships tend to come to because they still see you the same way that you used to be. And no matter how much you want to change, they still see you as the screw-up, the failure, the fuck-up. Whatever the case is, they still see you as that. And I think a lot of times, because, again, these are things that I have went through. There will be times that I will be sitting here and I'll be like, yo, where do you come up with this stuff at? Like, um, I would be, I stopped, I stopped doing a lot of things that I was used to doing. You know what I'm saying? I changed my whole way, my whole life. I changed my whole life around, and um, I felt like I started to feel like, damn, notice me. Notice that I'm growing. Notice that I'm changing. Notice that I'm working my ass off here to win you back on my side. Notice me. And then it's like, they'll do it for a little bit. They'll do it. And then they'll turn around and go through the same shit that you just trying to get over from. Like you just said, how can we move forward if you keep thinking about the past? So finally, it got to the point where it was beating me down. It was beating me down. It was beating me down. And then I had to pick myself up. Like I had to pick myself up and I had to be like, yo, you are not this failure. You are not this screw up. You are not this bad guy. You are my my self-esteem took a hit. My confidence took a hit. Depression took a hit. Um, depression, the funny thing about depression is you never know when it's going to come. It's going to rise up at, at at the least biggest moment that, that you expected. Like, it just comes out of nowhere. I was so depressed. It got to the point where I had to start believing in self again. You know what I'm saying? It broke me down when I stopped believing in me. It got to this point where, I. Right, so what you going to do? What you going to do? How you going to maintain it? How you going to push back? How you going to find yourself back? See, I had so much love in my heart for this situation, and I thought it was going to grow, and I thought I was going to move, and I thought I was going to evolve. And then it was like you give opportunities the chance, and then it's like you waiting around for nothing because it ain't going to come. So I believe opportunity don't knock. You got to go knock opportunity. And I felt like it wasn't going to come. It wasn't going to change no matter what I did, no matter what I gave in. I told you earlier, it felt like I was giving this shit 110% and I was getting nothing in return. Nothing but ridiculed, berated, belittled, uh, dissed, dismantled. I mean, here's the thing. When I said earlier, I said, like, you can't tell someone when to stop being mad over stuff that you did. But now when you're getting to the point of making things up to make your point look even better, that shit hurts. So sometimes you got to quit fighting. You got to quit arguing. You got to quit going through So you're going to have to go through through these things and go through these moments and go through these pushes where it pushes you to be better. And if you can't be better for the person that you're with now, then go be better for yourself. Stop worrying about, you know what I'm saying? Because like I said, there was times that I felt like I was a failure. Every day I would sit here and I would wonder like, damn, why can't this shit get get on track? Why can't we put these pieces together? Why am I working so hard? And why is stuff still not going the way that it's going? So you start to wonder, you start to pick up on little signs like, okay, they're not acting the way they acted. They're not touching the way they touch it. They're not showing affection the way they affection. Then there's no, no compassion, no intimacy, no nothing. So you start feeling like, the signs is there, like for some, it's they seeing somebody else. It's somebody else. When you don't do the things that you used to do, it's definitely somebody else. But what I've learned is, what if it ain't somebody else? What if it's just you? What if what if it's just you having this delusion that it is someone else when to take the pain or to take the vision off? It's not somebody else. It's you. (laughs) Like, the person that's always doing the accusing, and it be simple things. Like, you can approach them and tell them, hey, listen, I don't like how you acting, how you talking towards me. I don't like how you disrespect me. I don't like how you never listen to me. I don't like how you don't hear me. And then they'll turn around and say, well, it must be that other chick. It must be that other woman. It must be this. It must be that. It must be this, and whole time, we're talking about you. I've been in situations where I've been in situations where, like, um, like I can tell I can express my feelings, and you know what I'm saying, she would say. Also, oh, somebody out there made you mad, so you're gonna come take it out on me, and I'd be like, "Huh? I'd be like, "Yo, I'm talking to you about you. This has nothing to do with anybody else." So I feel like a lot of times relationships and marriages they look, they look at each other with dead man's eyes. After a while, you get immune to it. You get immune to a person talking crazy to you. You get immune to a person saying and doing whatever they want to do. You get immune, you get this, you get that. And once you start feeling like, okay, I always tell people for me, when I get ready to throw in the towel, I'm going to give you some time. I'm going to give you some time. And then afterwards, I'm going to be like, all right, I'm going to start not caring. I'm going to start letting you do whatever it is you do you still talking to me crazy. You're still doing whatever you want to do. You're still saying whatever you want to say. All right, cool. Don't trip. I got you. So when a person stops caring, they stop trying to be around. They don't care what you do. They don't care that you're lying. They don't care that you're cheating. They don't care that you ain't coming home. When they start feeling like that, they have mentally checked out. Now, I don't want to be a fool and tell you, listen when a person mentally checks out, there's no way you can get them to check back in. That's a lie you can it's never it's never it's never the end but stop hurting yourself trying to please someone that you know has mentally checked out so um, how did you cope How did you cope um how did you cope with with getting out of something that you necessarily didn't want to end but you knew it was time? You know, you knew, you knew it was time. It's
1: hard at first. You know, the coping, the coping stage is tough. Like you gotta, you gotta put your big boy pants and and ride the storm, you know, through the coping process, but it's not, it's not easy. You know, it's a lot of (laughs) maybe some sleepless days and nights, but eventually you weather the storm and get yourself out of it. But it's not. It's not an easy process you know and like you said you know once once that person has mentally checked out don't 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 give up you know what i'm saying if you really if you really want to tough it out again put your big boy pants on and show that person that yeah you may be mentally checked out but mm-hmm. check back in you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying but if you if you don't have that strength to do it and when they say they mentally checked out, then they are gone.
0: But what if you, what if you are the one that is mentally checked out? Oh, if I'm mentally checked out, Mm. can they, they is this something that they can do to reel you back in? Or is like, we here and it's stuck here and it's there. Like it ain't, it ain't no changes.
1: It all depends on how bad the situation is, mm. you know, because as, as, as yourself, you can only take so much and deep down, if you at that point where you say, you know what, I can't do it no more, I'm done without a doubt, then you got to just walk away, take your losses. But if you're not there, they're going to have to show you, they're going to have to show you that they in it. And once they in it, then y'all just do your thing and ride out.
0: I think for me, you know, even when I have been because I've been in I'm in life a lot of I've I've been through a lot of heartbreak with just in different phases of my life. So it's like I mentally check out but I'm still there. It's like it's like showing up for work. You don't really want to be here, but you're here. Because shit, this is how you get paid. This is how you you get by in life. So, yeah, you necessarily don't want to be here, but you're here. And I went through, I told you, I went through that deep, deep bout of depression. And it knocked the hell out of me. It did. It it made me feel like I just want to cheat. I just want to lie. I just want to be out here. I don't have a care in the world. I don't give a fuck. I don't care how you treat me. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you do. I am going, I I have no cares right now. That's how bad my depression was. But then it was something else and it was like, you start thinking about who that person used to be. You know what I'm saying? You start thinking about who they used to be, why you fell in love, why you fell in this situation, why you picked them. You start feeling like, that person is still in there, they still exist, they're still around, you just have to fight deep down inside and push it and find them, I've been there, that's why even when I was mentally checked out, even when I wanted to step out, even when I wanted to move around, even when I wanted to quit, even when I wanted to throw in the town, I felt like, yo, that person that you failed for is still still in there, it's still in there, it's still in there, it's still in there, and When you try everything and it still doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? I think for me, honestly, once you open your mouth up and tell me that it's somebody else you'd rather be with, this is where I throw in the towel and be like, what the fuck? I'm going to keep begging you to work this out with me when you have it fixated in your mind that you'd rather be with somebody else. That means that person's been around. He ain't just pop in last night and you just say you know what i really want to be with you i know i just met you tonight but i really want to be with you no that's telling me my alarm goes off and says hey this motherfucker been around you know what i'm saying or or if it's me saying it this female been around she ain't just pop in in a dream or some shit she been around so sometimes throwing in the towel man you gotta just say you know what It was a good run. It was fun. You know what I'm saying? Nobody ever wants to see their marriage go down in flames. Nobody ever wants to see their relationship go down in flames. But the minute that you tell me, hey, I'm with somebody else. I'm talking to somebody else. I'm working on fucking somebody else. That's when you got to say, fuck this shit. You lost. You lost. Ain't shit you could say or do if you spent the last year. Okay. Here's an example. If y'all been together four years, and the first three, y'all both done made mistakes, but your mistakes might have been a little bit more, and you spent the last year like working your ass off, doing everything you're supposed to do, coming home, uh, showing love, giving everything you can, cutting off all the bullshit, cutting off all the negativity, and you really, li- literally, literally busting your ass, and they still tell you, that three years or whatever is still outshining this one year of progress you got to go ahead on and move around because i'm telling you that taking off experience that person has already moved on so when they come off and tell you hey it's somebody else that i'm talking to no 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 this motherfucker been around and ain't nothing you can tell me differently because I used to be that person, like, if I would not, I would leave you alone if I found something better. But I would test the waters first. I would test and see if I actually leave where I am right now, is this going to work? Is this going to, you know, you don't want to leave what you got going on and then you go run to something else. And that's something else you run into ain't even close. So now you're pissed off that you hit the panic button and then you left. But my whole philosophy has been if I screwed up and you see I'm you see I'm working hard, you see I'm working hard to improve. Notice me. You know what I'm saying? If you are, I tell people all the time, throw in the towel. If you feel like you're in a relationship where you're not being heard, you're not being respected, everybody and a mama can talk to you crazy. Everybody can disrespect you. Everybody can talk talk down to you and they do nothing. They don't defend you. They don't stand up for you. They basically shit on you every opportunity you get. You start to feel like, damn, am I not attractive? Am I not? the? Am I not? Do I not? Do I not make you happy? Do I not satisfy? You go through these feelings. And, and this is, again, I'm speaking for me. I've been there. I've been there where I feel like, damn, I'm giving you everything I got everything it might not be much I might not have much to give but everything that I have I give to you acknowledge that sometimes dudes just want to be acknowledged sometimes women just want to be acknowledged they want to be respected you can't be in a relationship with someone that you think is a is a is a goofy is a bitch is a hoe is this and that why would you want to If I feel like you a hoe, I I, I can't I can't find myself continuing to be with you. If you feel like I'm some goofy ass nigga, I can't see myself. Well, here, I'm going to do everything in my power to show her that I'm not a goofy ass nigga. And I'm no, no, I'm not doing that, because if you feel that way, you feel that way. It's certain shit that be said in the midst of arguments and conversations and things like that that people cannot take back. And this is where, again, if it's your time and you feel like you're better off happy somewhere else, I'm not gonna stop you. I ain't never listen, my man JJ, if if somebody come off and tell you, listen, we had a good run, this shit ain't working, it's somebody else, blah, blah, blah. The begging is over with for me. The the trying to work it out is over with for me. It's like once you come tell me this person is better, I'll be like, okay, have at it. A lot of dudes be begging. They be ready to try to go harm the dude and, and, and do all that other shit or go harm the other chick and do it. Don't nobody got time for that. The old me, yeah, yeah, I'm ready to pull up on the dude, but it's like, <laughs> If dude already went balls deep inside your girl, what is beating his ass gonna do? Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. He he, like now she just gonna be the one to help help lick his wounds or some shit. Like the shit just be dumb to me. A lot of these dudes be be and and I used to be one of them dudes until I got smart. Like you know what? I could fight this dude every day. She's still gonna be with him. So what's the point? My first son, my oldest son, he's 15. I used to fight with his mom's boyfriend after we broke up. I used to fight with him every time I saw him. We was fighting. And she would always still run back to him. And then it was like I gave up the thrill, like the thrill, it was no longer once she found once we found out that she was pregnant with this dude, baby, after, after, you know what I'm saying? After like five years, some shit of them being together. Once that happened, it was like, yo, this is over with. The chase is over. There's nothing for me to fight this man about anymore. He is in the door. And I used to always tell him, like, she is a root, she is a she is a ruthless motherfucker, dog. Like, when she get bored with you, she gonna do you the same way she did me. And sure enough, <laughs> and 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 that's one of my one of my friends, one of my closest friends right now. My my kid, my son's mother. She's a savage though, like she was raised by wolves type of shit. Like nothing you can say or do is gonna move her. So once she felt like she was done with me, she was done. What she, I could do about it. I'm going to fight this dude every day. And once this dude, once we found out it was another kid on the way, it was like, all right, the thrill is gone. Ain't nothing else left to see here. It's time to move around. We done. We done fighting. Like, what are we doing here now? So um, when that happened, it was like, yo, this is where where I had it in my mind. Like, we got to stop doing this. If they don't want to deal with you, they don't want to deal with you. Let it go. What's fighting another motherfucker gonna do if he's still gonna be there? That's just dumb. Like, and the dude could take an ass whooping. Like, he 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 was going to. I felt like if it came down to it, he was going to die over that shit. Like, he was ready. Like, it didn't matter how many times we fought, he was still there. So that's why I got that thing from like, man, listen, I'm you you hesitate. You be scared. you be scared to move around. You be scared to throw in the towel. you be scared. But sometimes in order to reset your life, you have. I never understood why people like dealing with toxic situations anyway. You ever see them toxic couples and they just love it? They they fight on social media. They argue on social media, they argue in public and then they write back with each other. What do you think? What do you think keeps? toxic people together knowing damn well they shouldn't be together.
1: You know, it's funny. You said that you see that all the time. And I was thinking about that earlier when you said you mentioned something about it. It's like you think about when you see a couple out in public do college, his, call his chick, everything out of his mouth, but her name mm-hmm. and it becomes physical. Now, as soon as it becomes physical, what happens? She go run after him. Oh, baby, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. She, she touch him. Baby, I'm sorry. Bam. He knock out again. Then she down on the ground for about two or three minutes. He walking away. She get up. Or well, matter of fact, somebody come up. Hey, you all right? You all right? Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. You need help? No, I'm okay. She going to run after, after him again. This nope. is shit that I've seen in person. Nope. This nope. shit happened every day. And I asked myself, why Why would somebody take that type of, of abuse? Mm. First thing that come to mind, they're going to say is, oh, but you know, he just stressed out. He he loved me, though. You know, this and that. Ooh, ooh. Listen, enough should be enough. But enough some people... Enough some people don't see it like that. Sometimes it take I'm sorry to say but sometimes it it, it may have to take a person to get to their grave to realize I should have got out of that toxic situation a long time ago. Toxic don't mix with toxic. But some yeah. people feel that toxic is toxic. Listen, it's like science. A negative and a positive go give you a negative. I don't know, man. It's like shit ain't gonna never change in my eyes.
0: I feel like once you go through those things, once you have hit the you you get tired of the comings and the goings, you get tired of people moving out, you get tired of you having to move out, you get tired of the art, you get tired of the fighting. you get tired of the disrespect on both sides. It's tiring. It's time to go ahead on and just move around, bro, because at the end of the day, you have to love yourself first. I don't give a fuck how much I'm in love with someone. I got to love me a little bit more. I got to love me. I hate when people be like, oh, I love you more than I love myself. I'm telling you, if 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 a woman tells me that, I'm going to really think something is wrong with her and she needs to get help because you should never love anybody more than you love you. Because them people can them people can come and go. You yourself, you can't come and go. You are stuck with that. You are stuck with that. And I, I, I am guilty. I have been in them situations. Uh, I have been in them situations. I have been where, like, damn, I really want to be noticed. I really want to be loved. I really want to be appreciated. I really want to be valued. But I don't have, I don't have to take Uh, none of this shit comes with that. Like you feel like you got to ass kiss. If I feel like I have to ass kiss with you in order for me to be happy, I don't want to do it. And I think that's the scary thing about love and relationships. People can change at the drop of a dime. They can wake up and say, you know what? I don't want to be in this no more. Here you are and I spent all your money and spent all your time and gave all your effort and done everything you can do And just for them to wake up and be like, I don't want to do it no more. It happens. It happens. You can't wake up yourself and be like, yo, I don't want to be be with me no more. You stuck. You stuck with self. So I'd rather be stuck with myself than be stuck with someone who I really know that does not want me. So sometimes you have to say, you know what? It was good, but this is not it. And I think... I think I've, I've been around couples and I myself have been where if we're arguing more than we're fucking, this shit ain't gonna work because I love fucking. And if I gotta go through, constantly jump through hoops or constantly go through shit or go through things or go through this or go through that just to get the attention and the love and the respect I deserve, then yes, I'm telling you, it ain't enough love in the world to stand here and watch somebody disrespect you and violate you twenty-four-seven. It ain't enough love. I gotta back out. I have to because if I don't, I know me. I know I can go places and say things that I necessarily cannot come back from. All right, so I just want, man, listen. If you if you are not getting the love and appreciation that you deserve, it's okay to abort mission. That one situation might not have been for you, but it's a situation out there for you. Don't ever put your eggs in one basket and feel like this is as good as it's going to get. I'll never find nothing better than this. Now, you could feel that way. I tell you that all the time. You can feel that way. But if that situation is not good for you and it's, it's literally killing you, let it go. <laughs> all right. This segment here is called final thoughts. It can be whatever you want and in the midst of it let everybody know what, what about your show, what y'all got coming up, when the new episodes dropping, things like that, how to find you things like that.
1: All right, so final thoughts, um you know everything everything we said, you know, take it take it with a grain of salt, you know what I mean? You know again if you don't respect yourself, you don't have nothing, honestly. You got you to gotta respect yourself because on top of that, if you don't respect yourself, how are you going to expect somebody to respect you and vice versa? So everybody just be mindful about your life, your relationships, your job, everything. Keep that third eye open. And when you get that intuition, run with it. That's all I got to say about that. Now, where you can find me, my Instagram is podcast underscore 84. My shows, I try to record on Tuesdays live episodes, but if I don't get a chance to record live, I'm, I will be uploading episodes ASAP once I get them edited and all that good stuff. Um, what else about my show? You can find my show pretty much everywhere. I'm on Apple. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Google. I'm on iHeartRadio. I'm also on Blog Talk Radio. Just look me up. Again, Life Podcast. JJ, Life Podcast
0: underscore 84 is my IG. Okay. Um, My thing is, throwing in the towel should be the last resort. But... If you're not happy, they're not happy. It's not working. Y'all not getting along. Shit is going haywire every single day. Sometimes you gotta hit the reset button. That shit gonna hurt. Especially when you put the time and the work and the money and the effort and and y'all, y'all been been in this. Yeah, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt to start all over again. It's gonna hurt to rebuild. It's gonna hurt to be like, damn. I gave you umpteen amount of years, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, all that shit. You're going to feel all that. But I feel like this. When a door closes, that means another door is going to open up. Sometimes you got to take the good and the bad, and sometimes you got to know when this ain't, you know, this ain't worth it. And I think that's what it is about, about the thing with love. Sometimes you can wake up and feel like, yo, I never want this to end. And then you can also wake up and be like, yo, this is not it. I can't keep seeing my life like this. People get fed up. People get hurt. People go through things. So sometimes you got to go and know when enough is enough for you. Not enough for somebody else, but for you. All right, man, y'all already know what this is, man. Shout out to my man, JJ, for coming through. Appreciate you. Um, We have been trying to put this one together. I be so goddamn busy, bro. So um I be man, man, between home life, recording, and work, because I just got this damn new promotion and shit. So they've been fucking killing me. But um man, listen, shout out to everybody out there doing their thing. Go check out Life Podcast. Um, go check out Bet the House. Go get some merch at dot store.com. Um and get at us man y'all already know what it is
1: I'm out peace
0: Are you considering selling your home or are you looking to buy a home? I'm Dori Brewster with Lamakia Realty and I understand choosing to do either is a big decision, which is why I'm committed to working with you to successfully navigate this process with my extensive market knowledge, expertise in negotiating, and patience and understanding during this time. My team and I come equipped with the best resources and marketing around to make this process as seamless as possible while delivering the utmost in customer service. Call or text me directly at 857-260-9532.